The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Kate Lessa, who I met back in high school and then went to college together where she taught me all sorts of things that I'd use the rest of my life, or at least those next four years of college. And now Kate has been a longtime jewelry designer, and she's now the co-founder of St. Holiday, a collection of resort wear. So Kate, how do you even go about starting a clothing company? Um, It's a great question, and I don't think there's any one answer, and we're still in the soft launching phase, so still trying to figure things out. Um, But I'll say the first thing that I did was I met a wonderful business partner who has a lot of experience in apparel business, which I did not. So that was the first step. It was a chance encounter, um, but I think it's making all the difference. And then making sure that you've got the right partner, but then going from there with materials, designs, the yeah, economics so of things. We, yeah, of course. So so a big part of our brand is um, we're making everything in New York City. That's been really important to both my partner and I. Um, he grew up in the garment district, and um, there's been a lot of, obviously, companies that have moved all their manufacturing overseas for the last so, two or three decades. Um, and there's a new resurgence in the garment district in New York City, which is like around the 36th Street area. Mm-hmm. There's small factories, sample makers, materials. Um, so we're doing everything local. We started with um, really an inspiration, just a concept of making really like well-made, um, simple classic resort wear from um, all natural and where possible recycled and eco-friendly fabrics. Um, So it really started with inspiration and um, a color palette, really. And then from there, we did material sourcing. um, And then I just started sketching things that I would want to wear to the beach. And so a lot of this stuff comes from context that you've made over the years in the business? Um, It actually was a combination, some things that my partner VJ already knew, and then a lot of it was um, kind of just feet on the ground, knocking on doors, asking mm-hmm. for referrals, and um, and meeting with a lot of different people who do a lot of different things. What do you think led to the resurgence of the garment district of things being made in New York City? Well, I wouldn't say it's fully resurged, but I think there's been a movement towards it because um, a lot of people are feeling sort of a wave towards having less things and having things of better quality. Um, I think that's like the main part of it for VJ and I would just think it's important to have well-made garments that um, were made by people who were paid a fair wage and are made from fabrics that will decompose and not give you a rash or anything like that. Um, So it's really about quality and less about quantity. So we're just doing small runs, small production, um, so I think the movement towards that is, is of a following of people who are like-minded in that way. There's a lot of talent there than people who, you know, a lot of businesses have closed, obviously, but there's a lot of talent there of people who can make really amazing things. It costs more, of course, but um, if you're willing to pay and understand what goes into it, it's, it's really a worthwhile thing. Because I always say that I'm always laughing when Marissa says, well, no, that was last season or... No, I can't wear that anymore. 
and guys' clothes, <laughs> or at least my clothes, never <laughs> the style itself never yeah. really changes. So so this so these are things that are timeless and it's well made, so you can have it forever. Absolutely, and and it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of our inspiration um, comes from menswear. Our main um, our main like signature piece has sort of the collar line of a tuxedo um, comes in like only neutral colors. So a lot of our pieces are inspired by menswear, which is my taste personally, and also sort of a theme, um, a trend, I should say, that's happening right now. But I think it's something that we're going to keep with. It's more of like a classic look that, yeah, exactly. It's like the white collared shirt. It never goes away. And are you still designing jewelry? I am. I'm designing a lot of jewelry. So I'm just spinning all the plates um, and then actually it comes in sometimes in our, in our resort wear line, we're doing some fine details, some gold accents, some pearls, hand sewn, um, freshwater pearls and some of the pieces. So I'm getting some inspiration from my regular, uh, my regular work. How did, how did this all start? Like when we were playing beer pong in, <laughs> in college. Didn't you was, remember I was always so well accessorized? Yeah. Was this, is this something that, I mean, I guess I, I maybe I just didn't notice, uh, <laughs> back then was, was it was something you've always been interested in uh yeah you know I've, I've actually i always joke around i've been making jewelry since i was a little kid um friendship bracelets you know at that yeah. time but yeah. i've always had an interest in um, making things and creating um and i think at that time i didn't really know that this was a profession but somehow as life does sometimes it, it kind of found me um yeah so I, i've been doing it really since I got out of college, always mm. accessories and always design. So, um, in a couple of different capacities, but now it's really what I know. I know a lot of angles of it. And now learning the apparel business is, um, kind of the icing on the cake. Did you know anybody in the business before you got into it? Mm, not, not really. Or like, was there, was there a mentor? Is there someone that you could ask questions to? <laughs> no. Yeah, that, that's, that's really, that's really tough. Of. I mean, I have cre- I have creative parents, um, and I've always just had an interest in how things are made. I think that's really where it starts. Um, and I, you know, I moved out to LA after college and just kind of was winging it. Um, I think, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I've met a lot of amazing people and people who've inspired me, but I think my inspiration always came from reading articles about designers when I was young. That's something I always did. Um, now it's, it's so easy to get that, but back then it was just Vogue. You could read about whatever designer of the month and, um, and it just was like, I'm going to do that. Huh. What, what type of, I should say, freedom do you have? Like when you're working for, and I'm not going to name companies, but when you're working for major brands, what type of freedom do you have for your own inspiration in these pieces versus oh, sure. if you're designing something on your own? Sure. So the cool thing about jewelry always has been that when you're working in a bigger company where there's jeans and shirts and sweaters and dresses, et cetera, I'm usually, you know, the jewelry person. It's like its own little silo. Uh-huh. Um, so in that, there's a grander inspiration always per season per month for the whichever brand. Um, and then in jewelry, because the materials are so different than every other category, um, there is a lot of flexibility and kind of deciding what the jewelry is going to look like that it pairs with the rest of the brand, which is kind of flat. I mean, there's, there's certainly brand pillars and rules of each, of each company, but um, there is, depending, I mean, depending on the infrastructure, but there can be quite a bit of flexibility. Um, and because I have such a vast knowledge of jewelry, there's a lot of materials and things I can bring to the table that maybe no one even knew really existed because it is such a niche market. Yeah. And, and it's something that's, 
you know, a lot of people will say that, oh, I could do that. I, I, but you know, not many people actually do it. Did you? Did, <laughs> Everyone's a jewelry designer now. Everyone. Come on, not everybody. Not, hot, maybe no, maybe everybody hot. that you know. Not everybody that I know. Well, one, one third of the people in your household. Um, oh, right. yeah. I, I think, um, I think it is one of those things. Like there, a lot of. I, I mean, I'm very attuned to it now, but I feel like a lot of people do try their hand at it, and it's the truth. Um, you can. That's the cool thing about it. I didn't really study um, from the technical standpoint. Like I just jumped right in and started doing it. So, so there is that part of jewelry. Like you can kind of just do it yourself, um, and or at least figure it out. Apparel. There's a lot more. Um, at least it would seem there's a lot more um, technical things one needs to know. Do you feel that now that you're you're launching Saint Holiday, and everybody can go and pre-order SaintHoliday.com. That's S A I N T Holiday.com. <laughs> Do you feel like more empowered in your the jewelry making? Do you feel more confident as a person, or are you now questioning everything that you're doing every day? <laughs> oh my gosh, it really depends on the day. Um, the cool thing about Saint Holiday is, I would say, you know, eighty. 80- to 85% of it is totally my dream and vision and whatever I could imagine, you know, exactly what I want it to be. Um, so that's really empowering in a lot of ways, but that makes it that much more vulnerable when you do something under someone else's vision. It's your idea, but it's sort of like under this umbrella of someone else's vision. And when it's all yours, it's like good and, the good and the bad, they belong to you. So that part is like a little nerve wracking. Um, and, and I think like it being the dead of winter, you feel a little like, what what am I doing in this world? Yeah. Um, but I know when the sun comes out and the season changes, like the mood will be perfect and, and confident and back, you know, it kind of ebbs and flows that way. And I, I can't even imagine, I'm sure you've had these, I'm sure you've had this vision in your head that at one point you're going to be on vacation and you're going to see someone wearing something that you designed. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> Um, absolutely. I mean, I think this has been the, like a germ of an idea in the back of my head for a long time. And I never really thought about, I don't, I never thought when the time would be to like kind of move it forward and it's just happening kind of quickly. Um, yeah. So that's the most exciting thing. I love that. I love the whole process of product, like creating something, putting it into the world, having someone like buy it and wear it and exist in it is like, I've always really enjoyed that process since you know, the very beginning, um, and to see what people gravitate towards and what works and what doesn't work and all the data that comes with it. So that's really um, an interesting thing for me. So I'm excited for that. All right. Well, it's not just Eden that's really impressed. So, so, <laughs> so. Well, we will be coming out with men. It's a little ways away um, oh. to get our legs un- under us, but, um, but you'll have some St. Holiday trunks in the, in the hope, hopefully not too distant future. All right. Then, uh, yeah, I guess if you need a model, too, I, I can. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. <laughs> Fine. You don't have to ask. Twist your arm. I'll do it. I'll Twist do it. Twist your beer pong arm. <laughs> Kate, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, my God. My pleasure. Thank you for including me on your show. Saintholiday.com is the site. You can look there, pre-order there. Also, Saint.Holiday on Instagram. And here's one of the best things about Kate. Despite being a jewelry designer, fashion designer, always having others say to her how much they like what she has on, she's never once made me think about what I should wear when I'm going to see her or make me think that when we're together, she's looking at me wondering, uh, why is Noah wearing that? 
she's about as non-judgmental of a person as you'll find. And I think the world needs more Kate Lesses. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can rate and review it on iTunes also. It really is the nicest thing you could do for me this week. So please find 30 seconds in your day. 30 seconds. Subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes. I'm on Twitter at Noah Koslov, C-O-S-L-O-V, so we can continue any conversation from any episode right there. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit VocalNow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com. <laughs>